Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Right now, I have Mark Hirschberg with us today. How are you doing, Mark? Doing great. Thank you for having me on the show today. Yes, and thank you for joining us. So please just tell us about who you are and what it is that your company does or what you do. I know there's probably a lot that you got going on. Sure, I keep pretty busy. In my day job, I do tech startup companies, and I've been doing that for most of my career uh, in various fields. I've also had a kind of side career in academia where I've helped develop a couple programs, and one that I'm particularly passionate about is MIT's Undergraduate Practice Opportunities Program. It's dubbed MIT's Career Success Accelerator, and we've been teaching career skills to MIT students for 20 years now. I've also done similar types of work at SUNY and various nonprofit programs because one of my side passions is helping people develop professional skills that we unfortunately don't teach in a standard academic Mm -hmm. curriculum or even within our workplaces. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so how did you get into all that? Well, there's a lot of transitions. You say they have the tech startups, you have helping people with their careers. Where, what is that journey looking like for you? Well, I did begin in a very traditional way as a software developer during the dot-com era. So it's what you would expect of someone with my background. But I noticed as I began to hire, I got into the hiring side and became a manager early in my career. Mm-hmm. And as I was hiring people, I could ask them a technical question. I don't just mean software. It could be in marketing or accounting, some domain question, and I'd get the answer. But if I start asking these general skills, what makes someone a good leader? Who would you want a teammate? What makes someone an effective teammate? What are some of the keys to communicating effectively? I would get blank stares. Mm. And I realized I was never formally taught that either. I just happened to start reading a lot of books and doing a lot of training, and that's how I learned it. Mm-hmm. But these are skills we want in everyone we hire and everyone we deal with, but we're not teaching them to anyone. Right. So that's how I got started to say there's a need here. Mm-hmm. As MIT was saying, we want to do something to help our students be more effective. Mm-hmm. I got involved and I helped design the program and they've been teaching it ever since. That's wonderful. I love that. And so why, obviously you don't necessarily have the magical answer, but why do you think that is? Why, especially in like business, cl- business schools and classes and everything, and just in general, why universities and schools and our standard curriculum don't teach these professional skills and career skills? Well, most of my book is on the actual skills and teaching them. Mm-hmm. I do cover this a bit in the appendix. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the history of why schools are the way they are. Okay. From a university standpoint, Universities were designed for graduate level studies. Mm-hmm. It's only maybe in the last two centuries that really kind of brought into undergraduate studies. Mm-hmm. And so it was about being very specific within a domain mm-hmm. and focus on that level of very narrow skill set. And if you think of our education in general, we go from very broad in elementary school, you're learning reading, writing, arithmetic. Right. 
Mm-hmm. We'll branch out in civic, maybe a foreign language in high school. But as you get to your undergraduate degree, you start to focus. You might take a few general classes, right. but you focus on your major. Mm-hmm. And of course, graduate school, you get even more narrow. And it's been a general fundamental skills that we teach in primary school. Mm-hmm. And in college, we start to narrow you. But we don't teach in the university because they're not designed for skills outside the domain. And at the high school level, we're so busy just trying to give students the basic math, English, history, that we really don't get into any of these broader skills. Nice. So now you're feeling that need. How we don't don't get into it. Yeah. I do hope that our education system does begin to evolve. I think what we have to do is Mm -hmm. either teach that at the high school or undergraduate level, or, and most likely, and, We need to refine our education system that we don't simply get all our education by age 22 and then say, go forth into the world, Mm -hmm. that we create more of a continuous learning educational system that every 10 years you do do an intensive six to 12 months of going back to school as we develop, whether it's these general skills or enhancing your domain specific skills. I think that's a great, like said, but or and <laughs> that we could definitely incorporate. And so, how do you create fresh opportunities to best serve your customers? And obviously, helping with career or dealing with the tech startups as well. The way I try to teach my students and people on my own staff mm-hmm. is by focusing on these skills. Mm-hmm. And so, I want to emphasize: we all have some area in which we're an expertise. It could be in selling could be in marketing, could be in software. And we're constantly developing, right? We all will get stagnant being a little better, learning new techniques, learning new technologies. But then we have these underlying skills, mm-hmm. communication, networking, negotiation. Right. If you spend a little effort in developing these skills, what they're going to do is amplify whatever your core competency is but you can't communicate well outside of sitting across the table Mm -hmm. and doing a sale, you're going to miss out on developing more opportunities, making more people aware of what you have to offer or discovering as you talk to them that they might be a potential client. And so that little extra time, you don't have to be the world's greatest communicator, Mm -hmm. but that little extra time developing your communication skills will enhance your sales opportunities. If you're an accountant working on your network is going to expand how many opportunities you come across mm-hmm. to be able to deliver your skills. So for all of us, we need to focus not just on our domain-specific skills, but also look at these underlying, what we call firm skills at MIT. Okay. They're not hard skills. They're not quite the soft skills. It's firm. <laughs> firm, firm. Firm also like corporate America. By working right. on these firm skills, mm-hmm. we can enhance whatever it is that is our core competency. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key... That key, those key words there, as far as you said, it's these firm skills, it doesn't have to seem like, oh my God, now this is more stuff that I have to learn. I'm adding on. It's really to enhance what you're already doing. And like you said, those, those domain skills. Exactly. If you think about many people, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant, you have to spend a certain number of hours each year in your continuing education. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not mandated, all of us in finance and technology and marketing, we spend a good 30, 40, even 100 hours a year mm-hmm. learning about 
how do we use this new tool? What are the new techniques to do this? Mm-hmm. And we should. But if you take a little time away from that, if you just invest instead of 60 hours on that, maybe only 40 or 50 and put those extra 10, 20 hours into your network, into your leadership, mm-hmm. into some of these other skills, it's going to be paying off in everything you do. Exactly. Because the marginal return you get on that marketing or sales, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. But the marginal return you'll get on these underlying skills will help you professionally and personally throughout the rest of your life. Absolutely. And so where do you leverage flexibility to think outside the box? So as you said, there's the domain skills, there's the firm skills. Where is it that we can have sort of that creativity to keep changing and having new things added? I think a lot of it comes from exposure Mm-hmm. to different ideas and different skills. So one of the things I talk about in my book, in chapter two on working effectively, I talk about how no matter what our role is in the company, it's important that we engage with other people in the company and talk about what is it that they're doing? How does their team function? What are their challenges? What are their opportunities? And this helps us to better understand where we work and what opportunities we may create. Mm-hmm. And I'll give an example of that. I was at a lead generation company a few years ago mm-hmm. as a uh, chief technology officer. Now, as a CTO, I get an inbound email literally once a day okay. from someone who wants to sell me something. They know, oh, you've got budget. And so right. all these people are calling me saying, buy my software, buy my consulting. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're a lead gen company. What we do is exactly what these people need. We help them find leads. Mm -hmm. Now, I could have just narrowly said, well, my job is just to build the software here and that's it. And I'll ignore these vendors. I'll build the software I'm told to build. But I take a proactive stance understanding the whole company. Mm -hmm. And from having spoken to the salespeople, understanding what they do, understanding who our customers are, I realized every person calling me was a customer or at least a potential one. Mm -hmm. And so every time I'd get a phone call or email, I'd say, okay, look, I'm going to give you five minutes to pitch me. Five minutes to tell me why I should spend Mm -hmm. a full hour listening to your pitch, Mm -hmm. right? This is your kind of (laughs) elevator pitch. Yes. But before I give you five minutes, I want you to set up five minutes with your CMO, your chief marketing officer, Mm -hmm. with one of my salespeople. Because my salesperson is first going to pitch you on how we can help you get better leads. Mm, Because frankly, your phone call. And half these people, they're selling me a technology that if they spent a little time investing in the company, mm-hmm. we don't need it. I knew it was a waste of their time. Right. From just saying, give my salesperson five minutes and then I'll give you five minutes. Mm-hmm. We were able to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales wow. each and every year. And that's because I took the time to understand how my company functions mm-hmm. outside of my area. Mm-hmm. And so could recognize these opportunities that were literally right in front of me every right. day. Right. So you said rather also like ignoring it, like, no, it's not going to fit. That's okay. Just Lisa, you're getting one every single day. It's like, no, this is an opportunity here for us and for both sides. And that's incredible to recognize that. And that's just comes from experience. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm some super genius. I just (laughs) spent the time talking to other people and understanding what do they see? Right. And this is how I see sales opportunities. And I learned to see it. And so Mm -hmm. all of us, by talking to the different groups in our company can mm-hmm. start to recognize challenges and opportunities they face. And we might come across solutions, partners, or ways we can solve those problems and make our whole organization much more effective. Absolutely. And so with that, 
the whole thing that you said that you separate yourself. What makes up your secret sauce that sets you apart in the industry as far as career prep and uh, investment in tech companies as well? I think it's because I have emphasized these skills and I use them to leverage what my core competency is. Mm -hmm. I used to be a pretty good software developer. Mm -hmm. Certainly not these days. I don't write a lot of code. (laughs) And I'm sure there are people who are deeper experts in a lot of different areas I tend to focus on. Mm -hmm. What makes me very effective at what I do isn't simply that I'm a good CTO because of my technical knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's because I've developed a broad network, because I've developed leadership skills, because I know how to communicate effectively with people who are not just technologists, on other parts of the business because I understand the other parts of the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm using all these different skills that I talk about in the book and use them to become much more effective at what I do and stand out compared to my peers. Wonderful. And you mentioned the book. So please tell us more about your book and what we can find in it for those who purchase it. The book is called The Career Toolkit, Essential Skills for Success That No One Taught You. Okay. It's broken into three sections. So I'll quickly enumerate the 10 chapters in three sections. First is on your career, mm-hmm. how to create a career plan, how to get that job you want mm-hmm. as your next job or five or 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Second, working effectively. When you're in the job, how do you manage your manager? How do you understand what's happening at the company? Deal with corporate politics. So I give you techniques for that. And then third is how to hire. And now most of us have had training on how to do an interview, how I answer What's your weakness? All those standard things. (laughs) Most of us have never had any training on how to hire someone else. Mm. And yet most of us do that. So if you want effective teammates, you need to know how to hire them. So that's section one. Section two is on leadership and management. Mm -hmm. And management, I break down both the people management and the process management. Because they're different sets of skills. Yes, yes. And then third is general interpersonal skills. And by this, I include communications. So how we can communicate effectively and talk to people coming from different mindsets and experiences from ourselves, Mm -hmm. then a chapter on networking, a chapter on negotiations, and finally a chapter on ethics. Truly covering it all. Truly covering it all, what we need to know. I try and this wasn't picked arbitrarily. Mm -hmm. This comes from research done by many top universities, their career offices, Mm -hmm. who have been hearing from corporate America Yes, you're teaching your students whatever their major is, Mm -hmm. but these are the other skills we want to see. And so after years of hearing this and teaching it myself, so it's time to put it in a book. Right. So it's not like you said, it's not just your opinion or anything. This is like facts of not only what career or colleges and universities are saying, the career services, but also what they're hearing from the corporate world. So you said it's specific. It's what we everyone needs. Yes. Yeah. Not speculative, proven techniques and skills corporate America wants. And so where can our listeners go to purchase this book or just to get overall more information about you and your business? You can go to the website, thecareertoolkitbook.com. And from there, you can learn more about the book. You can download the free app that contains a number of the tips. You can get in touch with me or follow me on social media. Or you can, from there, go to one of the places you can buy it, which includes Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, indie books, and a number of other places, both local bookstores and global. Wonderful. What a need you have filled. Mark Hirschberg, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you again for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. 
If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.